Well, I don't believe in the government sticking their hands in, in, in our lives all the time. You know, I just don't believe it. I believe in letting the market dictate. Well, well, that's refreshing. But that was Doug Ford speaking to the CBC on Tuesday. And if he's in charge, pot and booze could, in fact, be run by the private market. He said he'd look into that. I know it's hard to imagine being treated like an adult in the province of Ontario, but on the second day of his job, he declared just that. You might actually get to be an adult. And he might actually break up the government monopoly on pot, allowing the private market to compete. Because right now, when liberals have been uh, are planning to roll it out in these government-run uh, depots. So they'll be far and few in different municipalities, and of course they'll be run by unions. And it will be run as blandly as possible. So, you know they'll blow it. And of course it's all about the kids. we got to protect the kids. But we all know the black market ain't going anywhere. But here was the Premier's response this morning to Mr. Ford's position on this. There would be a a recklessness to uh, doing what uh, Doug Ford is suggesting. Um, My priority is the safety of young people. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. But if kids want it, they'll get it. We are all industrious like that as teens. But what would Ontario look like if legal pot could be sold on the private market? Let's ask the pot princess herself. Jody Emery joins me. Jody, um, you know, from watching uh, on the sidelines... When you hear Doug Ford say he'd be open to looking at privatizing the pot market, game changer to you? Oh, absolutely. We know that pot is more popular than any politician. (laughs) And people can win elections based on this issue. Um, Private retail is no joke. It can create a lot of jobs and opportunity. But if it's private and you're only letting the government do it, that's a lot of lost opportunity for Ontario residents. Yeah, I think so, too, because, um, you know, while I don't necessarily have a problem with uh, a mix of public and private, I mean, you know, in a perfect world, it would be all private. But to me, it makes sense because you give the consumer choice and you create a competition, which only, con- you know, serves the consumer better. Absolutely. And as I've seen mentioned, doesn't this make the Ontario government a cartel? They're trying to eliminate their competition and just allow themselves the profit, and that's not what legalization was supposed to be about. Ontario is a massive province with a huge economic engine that could really be stepped up quite a bit if we allow for private independent retail, entrepreneurs, the growing, the manufacturing, the research, development, tourism. There are so many opportunities available, but if the government wants to restrict and limit access and discourage people from actually buying cannabis, mm-hmm. that's not really a sustainable business model for anybody's benefit. Yeah, and the business model as it is, I don't understand because it hasn't at all been explained. It doesn't really seem like they have the rack together at the federal level, and certainly the municipalities are concerned about the rollout because they're not getting information, and the province truly believes that it is the only, um, is the only one that knows what's good for you and I. Oh, well, and that's so terrible for the government to say that we can't be trusted as independent business people and adults to have consensual transactions between us. Um, why doesn't the government just run every business then in that sense? Don't, well, don't give them any sense. ideas, please. <laughs> of course, and we know that it's madness that instead of allowing the existing cannabis market to generate hundreds of millions of dollars in jobs and tax revenue, instead, the Ontario government's forcing taxpayers to pay for the creation of a multi-hundred million dollar bureaucracy, which they admit themselves is 
going to lose money, struggle to make money, and again, is based on the premise that they don't want people to even buy or use the product. It's doomed to fail, and that means continued prohibition-style regulations that restrict access and restrict the economic opportunities that we should be allowed to see grow. Let, let me ask you this. I mean, there's no question it's going to be taxed. So the province would get money either which way, whether they do it themselves or they do it with private. But would they not stand to be making more tax revenue if they allowed it to be pro- uh, privatized? Oh, absolutely. As we know, private businesses can create a lot of jobs if they're freed from restraint. And cannabis is popular. Pot is really hot. It's a multi-billion dollar product. And it's not just joints that people smoke. We're looking at the emerging markets of cosmetics and food applications and all sorts of related industries. So if the government just backs off and let this industry grow, it would create prosperity and jobs for everybody. But if they're trying to create a government-run monopoly, well, we know how that goes with government. They shouldn't be in the business of running business. They should be in the simple business of managing our tax dollars for the bare minimum that they're supposed to provide. But once they start getting into spending our tax dollars trying to run a business and prevent us from doing so, again, the word cartel does come to mind since they do have government gunmen to go shut down their competition. Yeah, I mean, today the premier said that it was absolutely reckless for Mr. Ford to suggest such a thing because really do parents want, uh, you know, uh, to be uh, buying pot, uh, you know, in a candy store or that you can go get a chocolate bar, to which I said, yes. That's what adults here in Ontario would like to do, buy their chocolate, buy some pot. Well, and we know that children get sent to the corner store to buy candy where cigarettes are sold. And alcohol is marketed and sold with colorful flavors and people dressed up in balloon costumes outside the wine rack, giving away free wine while they dance around with kids walking by. I mean, the hypocrisy is astounding. And it's a nanny state mentality. So when this government is trying to limit and restrict the access to cannabis, they're telling the citizens to go use booze and opioids and whatever else instead because it's so much better for them than the evil demon weed. It's reefer madness, redefined. Yeah. Um, do you get the sense, though, now it's a new game? I mean, they're going to do everything in their power to uh, fearmonger, saying, you know, you can't control it, you wouldn't be able to regulate it. But I think you can set up uh, just as uh, good a framework for policing this Uh, regulation in in privatized business as let's say you would in the restaurant business. You just have to hire and train people to do the testing. Absolutely. We don't have to treat it like it's something toxic or dangerous or deadly to society. It's a far safer choice than other substances that cause real harm. And you know, when we talk about the police in the province and across Canada, we're constantly forcing them to be disrespected because the law that they're being forced to enforce is disrespectable. They're being forced to go into this position of being um, the bad guys who are trying to stop pot when the citizens want it. And I guarantee a lot of police officers also want to use cannabis or already do. So we need to get rid of this stigma and these criminal laws and restore respect for police, restore the respect for the government, get them out of our private lives, out of our bedrooms and out of our boardrooms and let us take care of business the way that we're supposed to because we can be trusted as citizens and it's offensive for them to suggest that we can't. Yeah, if he does this, I mean, he said it would be a slow process to roll out, but I would think that... um... Already he will have the medicinal um, community uh, talking, the edible market talking, because really at this point they're only going to allow people to buy the smoking version and you can only do it inside, which to me closes off the healthier choices uh, and closes off a 
ton of other um, revenue streams. Oh, of course. And we're going to see a lot of cities starting to say, listen, we want to be a tourist destination. Look at Amsterdam. For decades, they've created a lot of revenue and jobs and a great reputation for cannabis. And now you look at Colorado and all the other states where they allow it to be normalized. It creates jobs. And Toronto, come on, it's the center of the universe. We should be watching Toronto become the leader on the world stage of cutting-edge innovation, technology, research, hospitality, entertainment. I mean, that's something that Toronto could really step into, and Ontario as well, but only if we have the blessing and the support of our government. And so regardless of which party is in power, ending prohibition and economic growth are nonpartisan issues. And if it's Doug Ford or Kathleen Wynne or whomever who wants to support private retail for the benefit of the taxpayers, the citizens, and the province on the world stage, I'm ready to support that person. And we've only got a couple weeks coming up to make sure we can make a difference with this election. So quickly, before I let you go, does that mean you'll be coming to Toronto to campaign for Mr. Ford? Well, certainly be in Toronto <laughs> campaigning one way or another. So if they want some support, they know where to get it. <laughs> Jody, thanks so much. Thanks, Bob. Take care. Jody Emery joining us here on Point. Um, bottom line is, you can float any idea out there. We've heard lots of politicians do it. But until you see the platform, which with what, day three on the job, it might actually take him one or two more days. <laughs> Platforms take a while to build, and he and his staff uh, are in a transition period, and at the best of times, it can take months to write a platform, and they've got a very short window. So I would ask or suggest and maybe point out that folks should say, let's wait at least a week before we pile on to a platform. But hey, he'll put out lots of ideas between then and now as to what he might or might not do, see the reaction, and then you'll see it in the platform. But until then, again... Heads should just not explode. Let's just calm down. But I, I'd be totally cool if they had that market privatized as well as the liquor stores. Because I do believe, Ontario, that you know what's best for you.